This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I wanted to share a factoid with you. There are over 8 million cats uh, in Canada. People love cats, right? And we always have debates if you're a cat person or a dog person, but generally speaking, people love cats, right? Well, a recent survey in Prince George discovered people have polarized opinions of cats on the prowl. Uh, Researchers uh, there uh, surveyed 1,500 people in the community uh, to get their views on a local bylaw that most people wouldn't know about that prohibits the owners of all animals, including domestic cats, from letting them roam beyond their backyards unless uh, they're under the control of the leash. Well, <laughs> lots of opinions there. Um, the research actually found very little common ground. Uh, in many cases, a very polarized opinion. Joining us now to talk a little bit about this survey in Prince George is Dr. Annie Booth. She's a professor in environmental and uh, sustainability studies at the University of Northern British Columbia, a great university. Uh, Dr. Booth, thank you for joining us. Please call me Annie. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Did I just call you Annie? No, you called me Dr. Booth, but only my mother ever did that, oh, so please okay. call me Annie. Well, I thought uh, I will call you Annie, but uh, I thought I got your name wrong for a second. I no, tried to right. be accurate. Well, I will call you Annie. I will not call you Dr. Booth. Well, but you are a doctor, so let's talk a little bit about cats first and foremost. How did you come about just with this idea of surveying local residents uh, about um, the, the local bylaw? Uh, oddly enough, one of my friends and colleagues is a biologist who studies birds, uh, and we were celebrating Christmas over a little port, uh, talking about um, different views of, of cats. We're both cat owners uh, and how people felt about them and whether there were impacts on birds and how we could measure them. Uh, and uh, like many good conversations over Christmas, this actually resulted in us doing something, uh, which is in the spring we uh, launched a, a survey uh, in the Prince George area looking at people's views of free-roaming cats, uh, which is a, a big concern for a lot of people out and wandering about. Uh, as uh, your intro suggested, we got about 1,500 surveys, which is a pretty big That's a great uh, sample. survey response. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and people's uh, overall reaction, what kind of comments did you hear? It's, it was, there's no in-between. Uh, <laughs> what we found is that either people are very enthusiastic about cats, love them to pieces, don't really care much what they do, oh, or people really hated cats, mostly their neighbor's cats who were coming into the yard, uh, spraying on things, damaging patio furniture, uh, eating you know the birds that they, they fed. And there was very little neutrality. It was like one or the other. Wow. So it, right now, the, the bylaw in, in your community basically is that, uh, like all pets, that they, they, they can run freely in their backyard, but anything beyond that, they should be on a leash? That's right. Any domestic animal, horse, pig, cat, dog, has to be under control. So uh, what kind of, I mean, you were talking about the survey and what people were saying. Uh, Is there going to be anything happening beyond the survey itself uh, in regards to a response from the city or residents? Well, the research was certainly handed over to the city. Uh, Like most municipalities, it doesn't have enough bylaw officers to really enforce uh, the rules. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they're hoping that people will sort of 
comply. But what we found is most people didn't even realize that the bylaw existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they understood no dog roaming, but they didn't understand it included cats. If people aren't aware, many of them are not going to comply. But, of course, unfortunately, even if you know there is a rule, many people still choose not to comply. And they had some pretty good reasons for it. Uh, cat owners, you know, felt that the mental and physical health of their cat uh, meant that they should go outside, that it kept them happier. In some cases, we had a lot of people say, my cat is miserable, he misbehaves, he destroys things. Uh, I couldn't keep this cat if I couldn't allow him to go outside. Uh, so many of them weren't, you know, lazy or careless, though some probably are. Many of them were actually concerned about keeping their hat their cat happy uh, and to ensure that they could actually continue to, to live amicably with that cat. I'm curious if those that were very polarized or didn't like the cats or did not speak very highly of cats, uh, any hint that there were dog, dog, dog people? Um, <laughs> mo- uh, the real distinction was that they just didn't own cats. Uh, some people did actually own uh, dogs. Um, some people own dogs and cats. Uh, but really the singular distinguishing characteristic of people who did not like cats roaming was that they did not have a cat. Ah, okay. Now, there's other municipalities that, that, ha- that, are, that have the same challenge that Prince George does in regards to free roaming cats. Or, and, 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 and I think Richmond is one here in the Lower Mainland as well and on Vancouver Island as well. Yes. Uh, free roaming cats is a problem worldwide. Uh, there, and so there's a lot of interest in what you can do about them, uh, from Australia to, to Canada, uh, to Britain for a number of different reasons. In Australia, of course, uh, cats are an introduced species, uh, and really do predate on, on, on native wildlife. Uh, in Canada, it is more concern over bird, um, eating birds, extirpating birds. It's a little less clear in Canada whether that really is as much of a threat uh, as, say, clear-cutting the birds' habitat to put up condos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a concern literally worldwide, except possibly Antarctica. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I mean, it is... Uh, what do you, why do you think we are so connected to our animals? Maybe a dog, as I hear in the back, or a cat, or domesticated animals. There is such a connection there. Well, domestic animals offer a a lot to humans. I mean, they were originally domesticated or domesticated themselves for mutual benefits. Cats came in to uh, live with us because uh, and were popular because they controlled rodents uh, in food stores. And dogs, of course, came in as as co-hunters and guardians and things like that. But they've gone on to become more uh, important for mental and emotional well-being. Uh, they encourage us to get physical activity. I'm in the process of working through a survey we did uh, on dog walking and dog parks, uh, and a lot of people there said the dog kept them going. Uh, it kept them outside during COVID. It made them feel less lonely. Uh, for a lot of people who aren't able to keep a dog for you know mobility issues or uh, limited space, Cats offer the same thing. They do it in different ways. I mean, one of the distinctions you see is people like dogs and cats for different reasons. And so uh, there's a lot of speculation that people who don't like cats don't like animals that are more independent, uh, don't, you know, come when you call, don't snuggle. Uh, Cats usually treat you, you know, kind of like you're their servants. Uh, And sometimes they're fond of you. Uh, But they are 
less desirable by people who kind of like the security of, hey, Rover, come here, sit now. Uh, but nonetheless, they are very affectionate. They are furry. They are cuddly. Many of them love their owners. And for a lot of lonely people, uh, elderly people, people who can't get out of the house, that cat is an essential lifeline mm-hmm. uh, for their emotional and, and, and mental health and well-being. Annie, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. That is Dr. Annie Booth, Professor of Environmental and Sustainability Studies at the University of Northern British Columbia.